What's going on, everybody? Welcome to what will be the final edition of the 2023 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Previews, brought to you by JohnPielli.com and, of course, the Pass Ball Show. I'm John Pielli. Uh, for if you follow the series, uh, I'll try to explain what I what I'm do. I start with the Las Vegas over unders. I come up with a projected win total for each one of the 30 MLB teams. And then I uh, rank them from highest to lowest. And it's 1 to 30. And then I start with a team with the lowest amount of projected wins. And then I count backwards doing a preview for each one of the MLB teams. I've done that for the past 12 years. And I'm happy to say we finally made it to the culminating point of this year's PBS. And I believe this is the first time that I've ever had this team ranked number one in my countdown previews. The San Diego Padres have been in Major League Baseball since 1969. They were one of four expansion teams. They've been lucky enough to get to the World Series twice, 1984 where they lost to the Detroit Tigers and 1998 when they lost to the New York Yankees. Obviously the expectation for the Padres right now really is all in and that's what general manager AJ Preller has done. He's pushed all his chips into the table signing um, elite free agents like Xander Bogarts, making big trades for guys like Juan Soto, and showing the tendency even in season to make bigger moves to look to add those extra couple pieces. And I think the Padres have put themselves in a great position to do a lot this year. Now with that, it's going to become a little bit of a bullseye. There's going to be a little bit of a target on their back as teams in their own division. You, know, you look at the Dodgers and how good they've been and the fact that they won 111 games last year and they're basically a fixture to go out there and get 100-plus wins every season. I think that they're looking at the Padres like, hey, well, what are they doing? Remember, Dodgers didn't bring back Trey Turner. Dodgers look like they're going to be a very good team, but the Padres continue to push the chips into the center with the expectation that they're going to do well. And Bob Melvin in his second season as, as the Padres manager uh, is one of the more respected dudes in the game. And you could tell he commanded that respect from his players last year as the team won 89 games, losing just 73. Um, they lost as free agents Josh Bell, Jerickson Profar, Will Myers, Jorge Alfaro, Brandon Drury, Nomar Mazzara, Matt Beattie, Sean Manaya, Mike Clevenger, and Pierce Johnson. Now they added... Xander Bogarts, the before-mentioned free agent from the Boston Red Sox. Um, Seth Lugo comes over from the New York Mets. Michael Waka, who pitched last season for the Boston Red Sox. And Nelson Cruz and Matt Carpenter may share the DH slash uh, uh, utility type of role for the Padres this year. Adam Engel, who I think is another just important piece. And it just seems like... Everything that A.J. Preller is doing, he's just looking to add to his team. Add depth. That's what winning teams do. That's what teams with the expectation that are going to go out there and try to win the whole thing keep doing. They have contingency plans. Hey, if this doesn't work out, we're going to have this player that can do this, this, and this. Um, from their starting pitching perspective, you know, you can't really ask for much more. Led, of course, by you Darvish and Joe Musgrove and Blake Snell. Now, in some people's minds, 
they may be going through a little bit of a project, uh, put a little investment in Nick Martinez, who's going to be getting a, a chance to be a starter this year, as well as Seth Lugo. And if you look at these guys and what they've done at the major league level as starters, you may not believe so much in them. Nick Martinez last year threw just over 100 innings, had almost 100 strikeouts, a 347 ERA, 47 games, 10 starts. Seth Lugo, who comes over from the Mets, um, he's he's been a dude that's that's wanted to start. He just he really has maxed out his potential as a reliever, and the Mets just never saw that in him that he could be a starter to go out to make 25 to 30 starts in a season. They tried him again there in the role in 2020. Um, not very good results, but of course the 2020 season was kind of a weird year. Um, restart in the middle of the year for a lot of people. It didn't work out. And there's a lot of players in baseball that had down years there that ended up doing really well after. But the expectation is that Lugo is ready to move into a number five type of spot in the rotation. And you put Martinez in there as a number four. And then it got nothing but depth. Waka, who was really good for the Red Sox last year when he was healthy, um, not to mention Cole Hamels, who's doing, a, who's making a comeback. Um, you expect him at some point to have an impact in that rotation in some way, shape, or form. And obviously, if Cole Hamels is anything close to what he was the last time he was a significant contributor in Major League Baseball then that, that's that's an absolute steal for the Padres. They also brought in Wilmer Font, who I believe was pitching in the KBO last year. You know, they've had success with guys like Nick Martinez, before mentioned, and uh, Robert Suarez. So they've done, they've done good work there in regards to their efforts to have depth in the starting rotation. Julio Tehran is another option. And I think all of these guys, if they're healthy, they're going to be able to help their, their starters at certain points of the season. Their bullpen, led by Josh Hader, uh, I would disregard his numbers, which weren't too good for the Padres after he was traded from the Milwaukee Brewers last year, but he was very good in the postseason. Uh, the aforementioned Suarez ends up signing a four-year deal. He's the primary setup man, Luis Garcia. The Padres version of Luis Garcia is a eighth inning type of dude, probably pitching a seventh. Tim Hill is our lefty specialist. Drew Pomerantz is in the mix. He's healthy now this year after years as a closer. Adrian Moron, Stephen Wilson, they are going to be able to have probably one of the better pitching staffs in baseball. And the best thing is it's not just 1 through 5 or 1 through 13 in their starting rotation and bullpen. They're going to have a ton of depth that they're going to be able to throw throughout the season. And you know about the marathon of the 162-game season, you're going to need more players than you got on your 25-man roster. In some cases, you're going to need probably close to 40 contributing players to get through a 162-game season. So you look at the Padres and their offense, which really one through six in the lineup is stacked. Jake Cronenworth, the one-time rookie of the year, leads off followed by, in whatever order you want, but I go Machado, Soto, Bogarts, Fernando Tatis, after he serves the rest of his suspension, is playing right field, and Nelson Cruz slash Matt Carpenter. 
Austin Nola, who's hurt and may not make it to the start of the season, is will be the primary catcher for the most part. But Luis Capisano, one of their top prospects over the last couple of years, seems ready. And he could go out there, hit 15 to 20 home runs if he gets 100 to 125 starts. Uh, this is somebody that they have a ton of value in. They really think he's going to be their catcher for the future. In the meantime, Nola is more than adequate. Uh, Carpenter really being their prime dude off the bench. Probably a little corner outfield, maybe a little bit of corner infield. He's going to get a ton of a chance to play, especially if he is hitting anywhere near at the efficiency he was when he was signed by the Yankees last season. Adam Engel, just a defensive specialist. Now, Trent Grisham is their primary center fielder. Um, he is all defense, doesn't hit very much, did come up with a couple big hits against the Mets in the wild card series last year. And they continue to have major league ready players that can help. Roughnet Odor, who has a connection to Preller with the Texas Rangers, is on a minor league deal. So is David Dahl, a one-time Colorado Rockies prospect. And you really look at their roster, it is probably 1 through 25 is stronger than any other one in baseball. And that's why I'm all in for the Padres this year. I believe that this is this is their year. I think if they're going to win a World Series, it's going to be in 2023. And maybe a chance for them to hang that first World Series banner, one of six teams in Major League Baseball at the moment that has never won a World Series. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about their top prospects because the Padres, as they push their chips into the center here, are looking at their they're looking at their minor league system and saying, hey, we want guys that are going to be ready a couple years from now. And their top five prospects, none of whom could be expected to be touching the major leagues even through the 2024 season and maybe later. Maybe 25, 26, 27. Jackson Merrill, their 2021 first draft pick, uh, taking 27th overall as a shortstop. He's only 19 years old. Maybe he's ready in 2024, 2025. Dylan Lesko was taken last year, 15th overall out of high school. It's probably at least three years before you're thinking about him coming up to the major leagues. And Ethan Salas. Their number three overall prospect, just 16 years old. Uh, Samuel Zavada is an outfielder, and Robert Snelling is a left-hand pitcher. Both players probably at least another three or so years away. So the Padres are looking to take advantage of the window to win, which is right now, and let some of their younger players get plenty of seasoning in the minor leagues. Maybe outside of this window, you're going to start to get some reinforcements in the year of 2025 and 2026. Now, the Padres last year, like I mentioned before, were 89 and 73. I have them with a major league best 99 wins this year. And if you've really followed from the beginning, my win totals are a lot lower because I have a lot more teams competing, a lot more teams around the 500 mark. And really, when it comes down to it, not a lot more than 100 losses. And then I got nobody winning more than 100 games. So my Padres prediction, 99-63, and 63, best record in baseball. I think this is their best chance right now to go out there and win a World Series championship. 
Uh, if you're interested in a podcast, the past wall show, if I've done for the past 12 years, just as long as we've done the 30 to 1 MLB countdown previews, you can check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, of course, videos on YouTube. God bless you, and as always, I'll see you on the other side.